What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Matt Luna Fishing Podcast. I am your host, Matt Luna. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Uh, Today, I'm going to go into a little topic about Scott Martin, which I think um, is pretty shocking for a lot of the bass fishing community. Uh, Winter has finally shown its head here in San Diego. I don't know that I call it winter yet, but it's definitely fall. It's definitely cold out in the morning. Um, We're starting to turn those heaters on and um, I suck at fishing right now out there um, in the local waters because it sounds like there's fish to be caught, but I am not catching them there very well. But I always seem to not have the best success this time of year, but that's not what I want to talk about today. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the Scott Martin switching and fishing the Bass Opens and not the FLW Tour. Um, I know of at least one other guy that's switching over and going to the Elites, uh, not the Elite Series, but the Opens trying to make the Elite Series, and that's Bradley Hallman. I'm sure there's more than just those two guys, and I'm sure there's going to be more to come, but they're going to have to start making some decisions here pretty quick, because I think the season starts out in Texas sometime in January. So it's almost Thanksgiving, and my family always goes out of town for Thanksgiving. We keep it very simple, get out of town, use it as a vacation, and um, stay at a hotel, do the Thanksgiving dinner at the hotel, and um, we really have been enjoying it. It's a nice change of pace from you know, being in San Diego, we get outdoors, out in the mountains. Um, it's usually a lot colder up there, and this year is gonna be hopefully pretty cool because we are gonna be up in Lake Arrowhead and it's looking like we're gonna get some snow, um, rain for sure, but up there it looks like it's probably gonna be snowing. And this guy from Southern California, born and raised, has actually never been somewhere where it was actively snowing. I have obviously seen snow, played in the snow, all that kind of stuff, but I've actually never been somewhere where it was snowing, like the snow actually falling from the sky. So I'm a little bit excited about that. Never driven in the snow, but I definitely bought some chains uh, that were required to have if it's snowing up there. So if we have to drive somewhere, I have the proper equipment. So that ought to be um, exciting, uh, maybe a little scary for, for someone in my position, never driving in that snow before, but figure I gotta take it slow and uh, slow and steady. So we'll see how it goes. We're looking forward to getting out of town this week, um, get back into town on Saturday. Got a wedding to go to and then prepare for the work week ahead on Sunday. But looking forward to getting out of town for a few days, spending some time with the family and kind of getting away from all those responsibilities of work and the day-to-day. So looking forward to getting some time away, just kicking back and relaxing. Hopefully come back nice and rejuvenated. Another thing I want to thank all you listeners for, whether you listen on YouTube or you listen on podcast or you watch my YouTube videos, I want to say thank you for all your support and thank you because I have just been able to monetize my YouTube channel. Um, I started off my YouTube channel when the requirement to monetize was 10,000 views. Um, There was no watch time that you had to hit. There were no subscribers, thresholds that you had to hit. Once you hit 10,000 views, you were able to monetize your channel. So it seemed like a much more um, accessible goal to monetize the YouTube channel. And then, you know, not too long after I started, they changed the rules on us and I had to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours 
of watch time in a year. That averages out to 20,000 minutes per month and 240,000 minutes per year. Um, I finally have hit that threshold. I've got almost 1,900 subscribers and I've hit over that 240 minutes of watch time or 4,000 hours that I need in order to start monetizing my channel. So I'm super excited about that. It's been a long road to get there. I got a long road to go. Just because I finally hit this point doesn't mean that I'm satisfied with where my YouTube channel's at. I definitely want it to grow. I definitely want it to get bigger. Um, I want more and more people to be able to see the content. So I'm gonna keep grinding away, keep promoting it, keep trying to grow it, keep putting content out. But in the meantime, thankfully, I have been able to monetize it, so I'll see a little bit of revenue come in. Super excited to see how it goes from there. So if you listen on YouTube or you watch my YouTube videos, thank you very much because your views, your watch time, your subscriptions all made it possible for me to take advantage of the opportunity that YouTube provides all of its creators to monetize their channel and make money off of their content. So once again, thank you guys very, very much for your support and for taking in that YouTube content. So circling back around to the FLW Tour controversy that seems to be permeating this off season of the professional bass fishing world, Scott Martin announced that he is leaving the FLW Tour and going and fishing the Bass Opens trying to get an elite series bid. Um, there's a lot of people, you know, if you looked around social media on his posts or, or Bass announcing that he's gonna fish the opens, there's a lot of people that said he should just get in uh, right away. No need to qualify, just let the guy fish. And I can see their points, but I think if you're trying to establish a threshold of having people qualify, you know, he probably should have to qualify, at least that's my opinion. Um, I think last year or last season with the mass exodus of anglers that left, left the Bass Elite Series, I can see how they made some exceptions and just offered Elite Series positions to people. But now that they have their full field, they had a successful season, at least it appears, with, with the, the anglers that they had, that I can see them saying, no, you guys didn't come over when we gave you the opportunity, so now you gotta qualify and fish all the opens and get in as, as a qualifying tour to make sure that you know you have what it takes to fish on the Elite Series. Now I think all of us can agree that, that Scott Martin has what it takes to fish at the Elite level, at the Elite Series. I mean, he was a top stick in the FLW Tour. Um, pretty much everybody knows the name. I remember learning about Scott Martin when he had his TV show, actually on TV, the Scott Martin Challenge, and it was one of my favorite bass fishing shows to watch. Um, and now he's just huge on YouTube, you know, huge in the fishing world. And it's just really telling, I think, that a guy like him made the decision to go fish the Bass Opens and leave the FLW Tour. I keep saying FLW Tour, but obviously I mean the FLW Pro Circuit, I think is the official name that they're giving it. Um, it's, it's just kind of interesting to see someone at that level make the decision to basically go back to the legit AAA and go try to qualify for the Elite Series, qualify for the Bassmaster Classic. And it'll, it'll be a pretty interesting year, I think, to watch his content, especially because it's gonna show a lot of the behind the scenes of, of the struggles and you know the successes that a guy in his position 
um, has to take on fishing at that level. And I, I don't think his sponsors left him. I don't think they really care whether he's fishing at the elite level, the FLW Tour level, Bass Pro Tour, or the Open level. I think they don't care because he's just got that huge social media following. So no matter what tour he fishes, he has enough social media um, coverage or enough eyes on his content that they're going to get their money's worth out of uh, partnering with him. However, from a fishing standpoint, going from one of the top trails down to the AAA of bass fishing to then try to qualify for that top level once again is probably a tough decision, I would imagine, because you know, you're at the top and then you have to go down to try to get back at the top again. It's like, you know, an NFL player that gets released and has to fight his way back or, you know, a major league baseball player that gets um, released and goes down to AAA and has to climb his way back. I think it's, I think without having experienced it myself, it's probably easier to stay than it is to get there because there's a lot more guys that get to stay at the top levels than there are that qualify year in, year out. Another angler that I heard um, is leaving the FLW Pro Circuit and going and fishing the Elite Series is uh, Bradley Hallman. Um, I listen to a lot of his stuff when he's on Bass Talk Live, been following him on Instagram. Actually got to meet him out at the One Bass US Open this past year. It was just a real quick meeting, but it was really, it was pretty cool to, you know, see somebody in person that you see on social media that you listen to talk on a podcast or whatever. And, um, you know, it's interesting for even a guy like that who's been fishing the VFLW Tour for the past few years, has those sponsors already locked in. Um, it sounds like, according to what was on Bass Talk Live, that his sponsors were okay with him making the, that decision to go fish the Opens rather than the FLW Pro Circuit. Um, according to that podcast, he had one sponsor that was holding out trying to figure out what they were going to do based upon the, the switch. So obviously his decision had an impact on one of his sponsors, but not the others. I don't know what sponsor it was or um, what their, the information on that deal is. And it's not really any of our business, but um, you can tell that making that switch did affect at least one of his sponsors. And I'm sure that, you know, other fishermen out there that are going to make that switch um, are going to have to talk to their sponsors to see if that decision is going to change any of their deals, change any of their income, because I hear over and over again from a lot of those guys that fish at the top level that the payout for the opens is just not where it needs to be considering how much it actually costs you to fish those tournaments when, it, when you factor in entry fees and you factor in travel and all that. And for the guys that are going to fish all eight of those open bass tournaments, they are basically going to be spending full year FLW Bass Elite Series money on travel. The only thing that's cheaper is going to be those entry fees, but you know, that's that's a fraction of, of the cost when it comes to tournament fishing and travel. Those guys are going to be forking out a lot of money for a lot less payout by going to the open. So it's going to be a grind. It's going to be a struggle financially for, I think, a lot of those guys. I think just fishing at the tour level of any of these trails except for maybe the the bass pro tour because they don't have any entry fees is a financial commitment is a financial struggle because you know for example fishing the flw pro circuit i i've been hearing it's going to cost forty thousand dollars in just entry fees that doesn't factor in gas for your truck gas for your boat gas for or excuse me hotel fees food tackle 
boat payments that I'm sure a lot of these guys have, there's a lot of costs that, that are involved. And you know, going down to that open level, you still have all those costs, except for your entry fee is gonna be less, but you still have all those travel expenses, boat expenses, tackle expenses, and everything. Now, obviously, some of these bigger name guys are gonna have a lot of that stuff covered, but still, there's still a lot of expenses for a lot of these guys making that switch, and it's gonna be a struggle for them, I'm sure, financially. It'll be interesting to see for those that might struggle to get back to that elite level, how long they're able to do it before they gotta be like the rest of us and get one of those real jobs and um, keep grinding away trying to get back to that top level. Um, I don't wish that upon any of them, but um, you know, it's inevitable for somebody that not everybody will make it back because they just do bad in one event and miss it by a spot or they struggle up north or something like that and they just don't manage to get back in or you know there's a lot of various factors they have boat trouble or anything not taking anything away from their abilities but i think it's inevitable that people that were at the top if they make that switch are not going to make it back another name that just just popped into my head is randy blockett made that same decision to leave the flw pro circuit and go fish the bass opens um he's another big big name been fishing um the flw tour for a long time making the decision to switch over and fish the bass opens so there's going to be more um, it'll be interesting to see how many make that switch but um, I'm sure there's gonna be more along the way people some people may not make official announcements others might so we'll just have to see I think one thing that this does do for a lot of the guys staying on the FLW pro circuit is it's gonna open up some opportunity for some newer names some new faces some up-and-coming anglers that have the ability to fish at the highest levels that are going to be able to shine get a little bit more coverage than they have in the past uh, because some of those names are going to be gone it's going to be basically the same as it was on the elite series last year um, it kind of looks like now i don't know that the same amount of people are going to be leaving the flw tour that left the elite series a year ago but anytime a guy like randy blockett or a guy like scott martin and even bradley Hammond for that matter anytime those guys leave and go fish somewhere else it gives opportunity for a new name a new face to take up some of that media time take up some of that coverage and make more of a name for themselves because you're not fighting for that coverage with some of those other people as we come into 2020 when all these new trails are going to start i'm definitely going to be following along all of them um, i know um, some people that are going to be on the flw pro circuit i know some people that fished it last year um, flw is still the only opportunity i have in order to make it out and travel the country and fish there's no bass opens out here so the only thing i have to make it to a professional level is through flw right now and um, i definitely am going to be paying attention following along and just seeing how this whole thing goes and hopefully there'll be some good content that we can talk about on this podcast um, in 2020 and i'm sure there will be there's always you know interesting things that happen decisions that are made announcements that are made that we can talk about but um i want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast i really hope you enjoyed hearing my thoughts my insight on the decisions some of these fishermen have made on their decisions to go from flw to the bass open series it'll be an exciting year to watch those guys fight and claw their way back to the top level of bass fishing so again i hope you enjoyed today's 
episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening in. If you're on YouTube, give me a thumbs up and a, and, and a comment on YouTube and give me a subscribe on the podcast. Thanks again, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode. Probably going to be after the Thanksgiving holiday, but I really appreciate you listening. Thanks again. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to talk to you guys real quick before we go about how you can support my podcast. You guys know I want to fish professionally and make a living doing it, and I can't do that on my own. So if you guys want to support the podcast, that's an option that Anchor provides, so I want to let you guys know about it. If you're interested in doing that, go to anchor.fm slash matt-luna-fishing and click the support this podcast link. I'll also leave a link in the show notes if it's something that you're interested in. I kind of feel weird uh, mentioning it, but I wanted to pass that information along to you guys. Also, if you want to get a free ebook that I have put out, all you got to do is sign up for my email list. There'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. And you can learn about what bass seed talks about shad, bluegill, and crawfish, and the different times of year that you can target those forages where the bass should be. may not be a perfect every time you go fishing way to find the bass, but it can kind of give you that yearly timeline and help you be close to the right areas where those fish are. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it.